Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So we get into the Word of God and allow it to nourish our souls. And actually, that's what we want to talk about today, our souls being nourished. Because that's what Jesus talked about. Notice in John chapter 6, Jesus said this, the first of the seven I am statements. And he said this, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. He who believes in me will never thirst. Whoa, that's quite a claim. What was Jesus saying there? If you come to him, you're, you're what's never going to be hungry? I mean, I've been a Christian. I still need to eat, and I still get thirsty. Maybe Jesus was talking about something deeper here. Maybe the words he was referring to are spiritual words And this metaphor relates to something far deeper than satisfying our physical hunger. What had happened here? Jesus had just fed the multitudes with a cup with, he had a few loaves and fish, and he just fed the multitudes, and the people were following him, seeking, they wanted some of this food. I don't blame them. I mean, you and I who live in the United States, we have abundant food available to us. You can go down to the grocery store. You buy more food than most of the people in the world and most of the people throughout history. Kings and queens throughout history would have never had the abundance and availability of food that you and I have. And yet Jesus was—so obviously these people wanted what Jesus had to offer, bread. Let's talk about bread for a minute. Jesus said he's the bread of life. I'd like to talk for just a moment about bread. Now, If you're on a diet, you might try and be avoiding the white bread, but bread has always been referred to in Scripture as as related to food. It's the most basic food staple. When I drive by fields, uh, lots of times when I'm out on going to campus campus in the Midwest, you drive by the wheat fields, and you see the sun that gives energy, energy from the sun goes down to these plants, the plants, wheat or the corn, whatever, it photosynthesizes it and it feeds the whole world. It's pretty amazing when you think about how much food is produced for how many people on this planet. Our God is a God of abundance. Our God has a lot to give. That sun, which provides the energy, which he gave us, gives a lot of energy that provides a lot of food for a lot of people. And we're to pray, give us this day our daily bread, because it's our bread that relates to our sustenance, our our survival. We eat, bread is a reference in Scripture, is that basic staple that we all eat. God is our provider, and we pray for this daily bread, and we ask God to provide it for us. And my friends, we've said it here before, but it's worth remembering Others may be the channel through which God provides. Your boss, your parents, uh, maybe a nonprofit, whatever. There's, there's other, in my ministry, our ministry partners who support us. God uses people to further his purposes. God is our provider, and he uses people as the channel of that provision. This is one reason when we even think about money or whatever, we think of how important it is to have relationships because that's where we meet one another's needs and the exchange of money that helps us. I don't want to get off the topic, but what I want to say is this. 
God is our provider. And bread is what is spoken of in Scripture, but it relates to all food. And that provision comes from God has created this amazing, amazing earth and, and solar system where that sun that's 93, miles, 93 million miles away provides enough energy to cause these fields to just teem with abundant food that came from these little tiny seeds and they became these big stalks with all this food on it. And it's ground up and it's made into bread and food and it feeds the world. It's pretty amazing. But we pray to God, give us a stay our daily bread. Be our provider. God has made us so that we don't have life in and of ourselves. We need outside input. Without outside input, you wouldn't live long. God in, in John chapter 5, Jesus said that he, he, the Father has life in himself, and he's given that even the Son would have life in himself. John 5, I believe, verse 26. But you and I, we need outside input. We need that bread to be strong, to be nourished, to have energy. You go for a while without food, and you can tell you, you get weak, and you go long enough without food, and you die. But Jesus was also talking here, you know, he, he talked about a time as he was uh, where it's more than just the physical bread, because he's now using a metaphor where he's talking about spiritual bread, and he says he's the bread of life. But look at this other verse that he says in Matthew 4, 4. We talk about this verse often here. Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Here he's talking Matthew 4, 4. And so as important as bread is, because you can't live without that outside input of energy and food, likewise, your soul can't live without that outside input that comes from Jesus. And this is the bread of life, Jesus, and he provides it to us in the, from the Word of God. We don't live by only by bread. You need the bread, but you also need the Word of God. The Word of God is soul food. The Word of God is nourishment for your soul. The Word of God feeds you. He was quoting here from Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, where God is recounting how when he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt and into the promised land, where they wandered in the desert for quite some time, 40 years, but how he fed them with manna from heaven so that they would learn that man would not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This manna from heaven, it, it, it came from God. It came out of heaven. It's kind of like, wow, where did this come from? It's like every, every morning it would be like dew on the ground, but you could eat it. You'd pick it up and you'd eat it. And so they were wandering about. They couldn't. They didn't have their fields. They didn't have their wheat. They didn't have their harvest. But God fed them, and he, God provided what they needed day by day with this manna from heaven. It was supernatural. It was miraculous. Now, I'm going to remind you, I think this is supernatural and, and miraculous, too, how God causes the wheat to grow and we harvest and make bread. But definitely, definitely, this harvest or the, this manna from heaven was miraculous. God was providing, and he wanted to teach them that they wouldn't live by bread alone, but that which comes down from heaven. Folks, we don't live by bread alone. We still need to learn this lesson. In our day and age, we think that what you get at the grocery store 
is all you need to live on. Most people think this way. They, 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 they go buy their food and they think about it and they're excited about it and they like to eat and they get variety and they think this is what life is about. No, man won't live on bread alone. And so God didn't let them have these harvests. Rather, he gave them manna from heaven so they would learn that to truly live, they need what comes down from heaven. And God gave them that manna. Well, my friends, God, so God taught them. The purpose of that was not to be excited about the manna. The purpose was to be excited about that what else God gives us. God gives us that spiritual food in his word. Well, let's go back here. Jesus is referring to this further. Your fathers ate the bread in the wilderness and died, he said in John 6. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven so that you may eat of it and not die. What bread is that? Himself. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. He's talking about eternal life. Oh, physically, he's, he's saying, get your mind off that physical. You, you're only thinking about the physical food. You're only thinking about your physical sustenance. Get Realize that you have a spiritual need. Your soul must be fed. And this, this is so important because this will last forever. Your soul lasts forever. Your body's going to die no matter who you are. No matter how rich you, you could be a billionaire. You could have access to all the medical technology and the best doctors and the best medicines and the best whatever you'd ever need. And still you're going to die, every one of us. It's, it's proven true. It's a point on men to die once. This is even backed up and verified by science. Research shows everybody dies. That's right. And so, my friend, but your soul will live forever. And that's why nourish your soul, build your soul, focus on your soul. Don't neglect your soul. Don't neglect your soul. And so this leads us finally Jesus said this. They had they were following him looking for, you know, he multiplied the bread and the loaves and fed the people. He says in John 6, truly, it's how it gets this whole discussion started. Truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Their bellies were filled. They felt good. People get hungry. That's a real need. There's nothing wrong with, with wanting to be hung, eat if you're hungry. But he goes on to say, do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him the Father God has set his seal. That's what, you, that's what we want. How can we have that bread that lasts forever, the food that, la- that does not perish? It's Jesus. We, we learn to feed on him, shall we say. We learn to allow him to nourish our soul. We feed on his words that come that come from Jesus the words that come down unto heaven we feed on Jesus not we you don't eat this is not cannibalism this is feeding your soul allowing Jesus believing in him faith in him if you don't have it you need it if if your life is growing empty and you're spiritually hungry listen look to Jesus let his words nourish you. Let his spirit nourish you. Believe in him. And if you are full, 
And if he has, then you know what? I think of how we're called to feed the world. We really are. Remember the multitudes? They they were out there, and the disciples said, we got to send them away. Who can feed all these people? And Jesus said, you give them something to eat. And they said, we can't feed all these. We've only got a few loaves and fish. Jesus said, bring them to me. And what Jesus, then he's going to feed the multitudes. So my friends, so much to learn from this. Bread, when you read of bread, think of food. Don't just think of, you know, like the white bread or something in your, in your uh, if, if you've got that in your kitchen. Think of this was what, this is what people lived on. Jesus, when he spoke of this, he's thinking of your sustenance, of your soul. He's speaking of that. Feed your soul with Jesus himself. Faith in him. Believe in him. This is the work of God, that you believe in Jesus Christ. This is the work of God, that you have eternal life through him, and that you feed on the words of God. They're food for your soul. Don't think you're going to live on bread alone. God might even let you go hungry sometime because he wants you to know we live on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen? Oh, Jesus, we praise you today, and we thank you, and we confess we need to learn this lesson. We've given, we, it, it's so easy to let our lives become preoccupied with just thinking about our daily sustenance. And we know, we, Lord, thank you. You understand we live in this world. We have needs. We have to make ends meet. You understand all these things. But we thank you that also you said the true food is you. And I pray, Father, help us to never neglect that. Help us to prioritize you. Help us to believe that you're a provider. And if we seek you first in your kingdom, you'll always meet our needs. Help us to live this way. Help us to believe this way. This doesn't encourage laziness in, in, in the, the matters of provision and, and hard work on our part. But this means that we look to you, Lord. This means that we understand we won't live by food alone. We live by the word of God. Jesus, thank you. You have life in yourself. Teach us how to spiritually feed upon you. Teach us how to believe in you. Teach us how to be nourished by you. Overflow within us, we ask. Fill us with your word. Fill us with yourself, we pray. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being along with me. I hope you are inspired today. I'm encouraged, and I hope that today you feel like your soul has been fed. If you haven't yet found Christ, I hope today could be the day that you believe in him. You just say, Jesus, it's so simple. Jesus, as best I can, I'm believing in you to be my Lord, to be my Savior, to, to be in me, to be all that I need. I come to you. Those of you who are new, I hope you'll join us regularly. I hope you make a commitment to come here because that'll that's what'll make a difference. Do you eat every, just when you feel like it every now and then? No, nope, you eat every day, don't you? You probably even schedule it. Schedule to get in the Word of God, too. Schedule it. Make it, make it part of your routine. That's how you'll really grow and be strong in your soul. Those of you here every day, I'm so glad to be feeding you with the, with the Word of God and sowing the seed on good soil. I love you. God bless you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.